Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. of the star's own theater, Roger Pryor. Good evening, everyone. Your neighborhood good gulf dealer and the gulf oil companies welcome you to the gulf screen guild theater. Our program tonight lists three of filmdom's top favorites. Robert Montgomery, Irene Dunn, and Franklin Pangborn. And the play is My Favorite Wife. The mad story of a honeymoon for three people. There'll be music by Oscar Bradley's Gulf Orchestra with Frank Tours conducting. A look at the clock tells me that Irene Dunn, Robert Montgomery, and Franklin Pangborn will be on stage, and tonight's play will begin in just about one full sweep of the minute hand. And I've just time to ask you if you've ever noticed how one word can mean so many different things to different people. Take the word gulf for instance. Mention golf to an auto racing fan and he'll remember the 33 speed records made with no-knox gasoline and golf pride oil on the Bonneville salt plant. Mention golf to Gene Herschel and he'll immediately think of the golf theater and how it helps the motion picture relief fund. Then again, mention golf to Mrs. Tom Carpenter and she'll immediately think of the friendly, helpful service she gets from her neighborhood good golf dealer. You see, Mrs. Carpenter is a housewife and isn't able to take care of all the many little things about her automobile that really need attention. But when she drives into her good Gulf dealers for Gulf no-knox gasoline or Gulf fired motor oil, the Gulf dealer gives her those extra courtesy services that mean so much. For example, he wipes the windshield, checks the tires, the radiator and the oil level cleans the headlights or performs some other service that makes motoring so much more enjoyable and carefree. So take a tip from Mrs. Carpenter, folks. Drive in tomorrow at your independent good golf dealers for golf no-knocks gasoline, golf pride motor oil, and that good golf service. <laughs> that applause means our stars have made their appearance on the golf theater stage. You'll hear Robert Montgomery as Nick Arden, Irene Dunn as Ellen Arden, and Franklin Pangborn as the hotel clerk. 
Now the curtain rises on my favorite wife. visiting day at the zoo. Now, <clears throat> well, Mr. Arden, as I see it, your wife, Ellen Arden, was lost at sea when her ship went down off the coast of Indochina. Yes, Your Honor, seven years ago. Oh, that's sad, very sad. Poor Ellen. Yes, sir, I'd like to explain. Nothing to explain. You didn't push her off, did you? No, sir, I, I was in New York. Uh-huh. <clears throat> well, the law is clear. I hereby pronounce Ellen Arden, wife of Nicholas Arden, legally dead. Oh, thank you, Judge. Now, will you please marry us? Oh, that's quite all What was that, young woman? Mr. Arden and I wish to be married. But his first wife just died seven years ago. Mr. Arden, do you plan to marry again? Uh, yes, Your Honor. Miss Bianca Worthing here. Have you had time to think about this? Well, Your Honor, Mr. Arden is over 21. And will you please make the ceremony as short as possible? Yes, we're driving up to Yosemite for our honeymoon. Well, you can't expect a shipwreck on every marriage. But that's your business. Take Yosemite's, uh, oh, I mean Bianca's hand in yours and repeat after me. See the windows of Suite A are opened and the room aired. We're expecting a honeymoon couple, Mr. and Mrs. Arden. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. I beg your pardon. Oh, yes, madam. Could you tell me if Mr. Arden has arrived? No, no, not yet. We're expecting him any moment. <laughs> you aren't by any chance his lovely bride. No. Oh. No, that is not exactly. Uh, uh, not exactly. No, I'm only his wife. Oh, I see. You're only his wife. What was that? It's a much too long a story to go into. I'll, I'll just sit over here and wait for him, if you don't mind. Yeah, but, madam, I... Oh, dear, now don't tell me Yosemite's getting the overflow from Reno. Um, Franz? Franz? Yeah, uh, uh, run and get me some aspirin. I'm anticipating a headache. No, no, no. No, never mind. There's a gentleman and lady coming in. Uh, see to their luggage. Yes, Ah, ah, good evening, sir. <laughs> and you too, madam. Welcome to Yosemite. Hello, my name is Arden. I made a reservation. Arden? Oh, you're Mr. Arden? Yes, is there anything wrong in that? Oh, no, 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 not if you're broad-minded. No. <laughs> I've given you and your bride sweet A. Very well. Come, Nicky, darling. Let's go up. I'm frightfully tired. All right, dear. <clears throat> Just a moment there, Mr. Arden. Yes? Could I speak to you privately? Say, what is this? Are you coming, darling? Wait for me at the elevator, Bianca. Now, what's this all about? Mr. Arden, I have a surprise for you. Surprise? Well, why don't you send it up to the room? Not and keep within the moral code laid down by the hotel association. <laughs> surprise I speak of has just crossed the lobby and is standing right behind you. Right behind me? What the devil? Ellen. Nicky. Oh, Nicky, darling. Ellen, I can't believe it. Is it really you? Why don't you kiss me and see? Oh, darling. Well, is it? Yes, you're real, all right, and sweet and wonderful and oh, beautiful. that's what I wanted you to say. Well, where have you been for the last seven years? We all thought you were dead. Yes, I know. Did I have a nice funeral? Lovely. Reverend Blake preached a wonderful sermon. That's nice. I wish I could have heard it. But you haven't said where you've been. Well, I've been marooned on a desert island. 
And I'd still be there if a Portuguese freighter hadn't wandered 200 miles off its course. Why didn't you write? I didn't have a pencil. Why didn't you wireless from the boat? I didn't have a wireless. Well, how did you get here? Well, I read about you and your bride when I got off the boat at San Pedro. I caught the first plane. Oh, Ellen, darling, just to hold you again, to realize you're alive, to kiss you, to... Uh, um, <clears throat> I do hate to interrupt, Mr. Harden, but this is, is this a private love scene, or may I sell tickets? What's that? whole lobby is staring at you. Oh, dear. And may I remind you that you have a bride waiting around the corner of the elevator? Oh, good Lord, that's right, Bianca. I've forgotten all about her. That's quite apparent, Mr. Arden. You keep out of this. I've got to talk to you, Ellen. What room are you in? Well, I haven't got any room, Nicky. I'll take care of that. Clerk, give me another room. Another room? Yeah. How about Suite A, Ellen? We had that on our honeymoon, remember? Do I remember? Clerk, give this lady Suite A. Uh, uh, Suite A? How about what I do with your wife? I mean, what'll I do with her? Well, now, I could give your wife uh, and you a uh, sweet well, That'll be fine. Just see that this lady gets in sweet A. And then where will you be, Nicholas? Well, I'll join you in sweet A just as soon as I have Bianca settled in sweet, sweet C. C. Right. Now, if this is a game of tag, will somebody please tell me who did? <laughs> Nicky, come on in. Did you tell her? No, that is not yet, but I will. But, Nicky, really... Don't Ellen, why didn't you let me know you were still alive? Here I am, married to two women. Do you realize what that makes me? A very busy man. Well, I'm a bigger man. <laughs> oh, poor Nicky. Now am I going to tell Bianca? After all, I can't just barge in and say, sorry, my wife came back, our marriage is off, can I? No, that does sound a little crude for you, Nicky. Let's see. Well, do you want me to go in and tell her? You can't. You're dead. Well, I don't believe it. Well, you are just the same. You were pronounced legally dead this morning. Well, I feel awfully illegally alive. But then you always did have that effect on me, Nicky. Well, I could be arrested for the effect you have on me. After all these years? After all these years. Oh. Darn that phone. Hello? Is Mr. Arden at liberty to come to the phone? Yes, yes, just a moment. It's for you, Nick. Oh, thanks. Hello. Your wife is looking for you, Mr. Arden. I can't see how that's any of your business. <clears throat> this hotel has maintained a reputation for respectability for 33 years, Mr. Arden, and we don't intend to lose it in one night. Listen, my reputation for respectability is just as high as your hotel. Higher? Yes, higher. You've been up longer. I've been up longer. Yeah, and uh, what about my reputation? After... Exactly. What about Mrs., uh, that is my friend's reputation? Well, what about my friend's reputation? The less said, the easiest men that I always say. <laughs> Explain the situation to him, Nick. Yes. Look, clerk, it's as simple as A, B, C. Now, don't tell me that you've got somebody in B. See <laughs> here, Mr. Whatever Your Name Is. My wife, that is my bride. Oh, why should I bore you with the details? I won't be bored, believe me. <laughs> I think you would. I'll explain it when I see you. In that case, Mr. Arden, I'll be right up. Just a minute. Just... Oh, he's hung up. Good. He's coming up. Oh, well, don't you think you'd better go? Well, where'll I go? Well, maybe Sweet C. You've got a wife there, too, you know. Well, I can't go there. Why not? Well, Bianca's the impulsive type. She might not understand my attitude. Well, all you have to do is tell her what's happened. We were just married. I think I'd better wait until morning. Why, Nick? Look, I've got an idea. Just as soon as I leave here, you call Sweet C and say it's my office calling. Have to return immediately. Very important case. Yes, and then Then Bianca and I will have to leave immediately and drive all night to get back. Don't you see? Then sometime during the drive, I'll be able to tell her about you. Yeah, and what do I do? If you think I'm going to sit here while you go joyriding around the country with a married woman, think again. Well, she's married to me. Yes, that's just what I had in mind. Oh, 
There's the clerk. Ellen, you've got to do this for me. Just a minute. Please, Ellen. Well, all right, then. Oh, you darling. Oh, Nicky. Nicky, you. anything like this. Madam, I am absolutely at a loss for words. Oh, don't let it bother you, clerk. So am I. My, isn't he the Casanova? Oh. Oh! Oh. curtain on act one of tonight's gala golf production. During our usual brief intermission, we're going to hear one of the most amazing incidents in the history of auto racing. All right, bud. Not long ago, George Hammond, famous racing expert, waited for the starter's flag in the famous Pikes Peak race in Colorado. George was all set. Tires and engine checked, Gulf Pride motor oil in his crankcase. Down came the flag, and away went George Hammond, winding up the dusty hairpin road making excellent time. But suddenly, at the 14-mile post, the oil line in his engine snapped. The bulk of his supply of Gulf Pride spurted right into his face, leaving the motor with only a tiny fraction left. Recklessly, he piled on the power, finished second, and was mighty pleased to find his motor undamaged, thanks to the marvelous protective power of the Gulf Pride that had remained. Of course, you motorists don't travel at present-day racing speeds. But remember this. Even the conservative touring speeds of today are actually higher than the speed records of a few decades ago. That means that motor oil gets a lot of punishment, that you really need the protection of an extra fine motor oil such as Gulf Pride. You see, Gulf Pride motor oil is refined not only by ordinary methods, but also by the famous Alclor process that Gulf alone uses. As a result, it's extra tough, extra durable. So why not stop at the sign of the Gulf Orange Disc tomorrow and get Gulf Pride motor oil? And now the curtain of the Gulf Screen Guild Theater is ready to rise on the second act of My Favorite Wife. Adapted for radio by Bill Hampton and starring Irene Dunn as Ellen Arden and Robert Montgomery as Nick Arden. It's the next day, and Nick, having taken advantage of the fake telephone call from his first wife, Ellen, has been driving all night with his second wife, Bianca, pouting and angry beside him. But what Nick doesn't know is that Ellen has taken the plane and is waiting for them. As they open the front door of the house, they meet with a rude surprise. Oh, there 
Yes, what can I... Uh... Are you Mr. Nicholas Arden? Yes. I'm Johnson of the American Life and Accident Insurance. I just... Well, this is a delightful surprise. Uh -huh. Come right in, Mr. Johnson. What? Yes, come in. It's so nice of you to drop by. Huh? Well, <laughs> thank you. I won't be a minute. <clears throat> Mr. Arden, have you received any communication from your first wife, Ellen Arden? What's that? I thought not. It's uh, customary to check when the company's paid out a large sum of money. But... Uh... This is merely ridiculous. What's merely ridiculous? Uh, this rumor that your first wife was rescued from a deserted island by a Portuguese freighter. Oh, yes. Together oh, yes. with Stephen Burke, a gentleman who was marooned there with her. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> a man was marooned with my wife? According to this uh, unverified rumor. My wife and this... Stephen Buck uh, Burkett were on an island together for seven years. What else is room? <laughs> oh, 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 yes, yes. The uh, the captain of the freighter said the woman, the one supposed to be your wife, always called Mr. Burkett Adam. Adam? And he called her Eve. Eve. Adam and Eve. <laughs> Delightful fancy, isn't it? Yes, it's a riot. Tell me, is this Stephen Burkett here in town? Uh, uh, yes, yes, I believe he's staying at the uh, Pacific Club. The Pacific Club, eh? Uh, sorry to trouble you with this ridiculous rumor, Mr. Arden. You've been very kind. Good night, sir. Good night, sir. Adam and Eve, eh? Ellen. Yes. So, the island was deserted, was it? Well, Nicky, what's the matter? Why didn't you tell me you weren't alone on that island? Why didn't you tell me that this man Burkett was with you? Oh, we didn't arrange it, Nick. It just happened. Seven years on a deserted island. Oh, why, Stephen Burkett is perfectly harmless. He broke his leg when our ship was wrecked, and he was laid up for six months. That still leaves him six and a half years. <laughs> if you could see him, you wouldn't be jealous, Nick. He's, he's, uh, he's anemic. Where is he now? Well, he's probably at the YMCA. Oh, the YMCA. Yes, he always lives at the YMCA. Oh. You see, he's so little and, and mild and, like I said, anemic. And he lives at... Nick, where are you going? I'm not going to the YMCA, Eve. I'm going to the Pacific Club. I'm just enough of a snake to want to see this anemic Adam. <laughs> Yes, sir. I saw him go out to the pool. Well, would you take me there and point him out to me? I've never met him myself, but he's an old friend of my family. Just follow me, sir. Is this the women's pool? No, sir. They just hang around to watch Mr. Burkett. They go crazy every time he comes into the pool. There he is, sir, standing on the high dive. Oh, no, 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 no. That must be the wrong Burkett. I'm looking for a mild, gentle, anemic Burkett. That must be someone else. This Burkett was lost on a desert island for seven years. Oh, he was, was he? Yeah. And the way I heard it, it was a woman lost with him. They called each other Adam and Eve. Is that so? And I hear she was a married woman. No. Yeah. <laughs> What's so funny about that? I was just thinking of the woman's husband trying to compete with Superman there. <laughs> yeah. Huh. What's the quickest way out of here? You can cut across by the pool. Thanks. Anemic, is he? Stays at the YMCA, does he? Clean, upright gentleman, is he? Oh, oh. 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 he's drowning! 
mister. Better watch your step. You know, next time I might not be here to pull you out. My name is... I know. It's Adam. You eat raw meat and wash it down with tiger's milk. But it won't get you anything. Let me tell you something. Just a minute, buddy. Well, what do you want? Aren't you Nick Arden? Yes, why? I've got a warrant for your arrest. On what charge? Bigamy. Bigamy? All right, now, Mr. Arden, you just come along with us. Certainly. Pardon me while I squish out of here. <laughs> Sounds like a monkey house. Now, Garden, as I understand it, you are charged with bigamy. Bigamy? Yes, dear. It's a six-letter word that means he can't count. The old no account. When I want you to interpret, young woman, I'll tell you. Yes, sir. Now, um, Garden, what school did you go to? Harvard. Mm, I'm a Yale man myself. Oh. <laughs> now, uh, which one of your two wives is legally dead? I am, Judge. Hmm. Snappy little corpse. <laughs> I guess we can declare you legally alive now. That is, if someone will swear you are alive. I'm sure Adam would. You leave Adam out of this. Adam? Who's Adam? Well, he's the man who was marooned on the island with me for seven years. I'm Eve. Well, is, is that in the brief? No, Your Honor. I... Well, it should be. Adam and Eve marooned on an island for seven years. That's the most interesting thing in the whole case. <laughs> Isn't it? Your Honor, all this is irrelevant and material. Material? Your wife's marooned on an island with another man for seven years, and you say it's immaterial. Why, you, you... Harvard man. Yes, thank you. Mr. Arden, I'll annul the second marriage first. That leaves you free to remarry, if that seems necessary or advisable. Well, I think I ought to wait 60 days, Your Honor. It's a difficult problem that needs to be considered calmly and rationally. It didn't take you 60 minutes three days ago. Yes, and look what happened. May I go, Your Honor? I want to get out of here before I explode. Uh, yes, uh, certainly, my dear. I should be home myself. I'm anxious to tell my wife about this case. She thinks most of my cases are dull. <laughs> well... What about me, Your Honor? Second marriage is a no. First wife legally dead is now legally alive. Thank you, Your Honor. Goodbye, Nick. Oh, wh goodbye? Where are you going? Up to the old mountain cabin for a couple of months. I want to be sure I don't influence you during the 60 days you need to think this out. Ellen, wait a minute. I didn't mean... Ellen! <laughs> cabin looks pretty good, doesn't it? Yes. Isn't the mountain air wonderful? Well, thanks for driving me up, Nick. Oh, that's all right. I still don't think you ought to stay up here alone for two whole months. Oh, I'll be all right. Thanks again, Nick, and goodbye. Goodbye. It'll uh, be sort of dark going down the mountain on those hairpin turns. Oh, but you're such a good driver. Oh, I'm not worried about that. I, I, uh... I don't think there's very much fog, do you? There isn't any. Oh. Bye. Goodbye. Who's there? It's me, Nick. But I've gone to bed. What do you want? I had a flat. Oh, for heaven's sake. I haven't a spare. I had to walk back up here. Well, come in. 
So what am I going to do with you? I didn't want to come back here any more than you wanted me. Where do you propose to sleep? There's a couch in the attic. That's a good place for you. I'll be out of here by daylight. If you're a gentleman, you won't wake me. You can rely on me. I know it. Harvard man. Now wait. And now, if you want to stay up, it's all right with me, but I'm sleepy. Good night, Nick. Good night. Now what? You hungry? (laughs) No. Are you? No. I just thought maybe you were. I'm not. I'm sleepy. Well, then. Good night. Good night. What is it this time? Are you comfortable? Very. You look comfortable. Thank you. You look beautiful. Thank you. Good night. Nice. Oh, what's the use, Ellen? You know the way I feel. I'm stuck. I don't care what happened. I don't care what people say about Adam and Eve. I always was mad about you, and I always will be. Why, Mr. Arden, you know you haven't had time to think this out calmly and rationally. I don't have to think oh, it yes, out. Oh, yes, you do. You go away for 60 I'm days. I'm not going to think... stay away from you for 60 days. Well, 60 days isn't so long. Now, let me see. There's December 23, 24. It's just about Christmas time. I'm sorry, Nick, but you'll just have to come back and tell me about it in 60 days. But have a lovely Christmas. Oh. You mean not until Christmas? Not until Christmas. (laughs) Nick! Hello. You again? What was that noise? What were you doing? Getting this. Well, turn on the light. I can't see. Good heavens, what is it? My old Santa Claus suit. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. (laughs) You fool. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, darling. Montgomery and Franklin Pangborn. It was a great show for a great cause, the Motion Picture Relief Fund. For, as most of you know, ladies and gentlemen, every star who appears here in the Gulf Theater donates his services. And the money, which would normally go to our stars, Gulf contributes toward the building of a home for the people of the picture industry who can no longer provide for themselves.